0: Is brought to you by Flick Fusion. can't hear anything. Oh, we're live. Oh, we're live. We're live. That's right. Oh.
1: That's right. It's time for Auto Dealer, Dealer. Live.
0: Live.
1: And What's if on? you notice, there's only two of us in the studio today.
0: Well, they haven't noticed because we haven't flipped cameras. Yet. Well, that's true. But if we happen to flip cameras like we just did, um, it's being you, bro. Yeah. Big dog. Come What's on. What's going on? No David Cribs, uh, no David Villa, so you have to deal with the uh, the B
1: or the C team, depending on how you look at it. Well, well I like to um, I'm consider on the B team,
0: homie. I
1: consider myself
0: the A team. Oh, well. Just saying. I, I'm just being honest. It's either the B or the C team. So well, I'm just saying. I, I, feel, I feel confident that well, I'm part of the A team. But anyway, go ahead.
1: Welcome. It's Auto Dealer Live. It's Thursday. That's right. It is that time again. We got a jam-packed show for you today.
0: Yes. Who's we on the do. show today? Hey, today we have Grant Hawking, Director of Customer Experience at Morgan Auto Group. The Ryan sisters. That's a, that's a throwback. That's that's why we're in the mm, OG old school. show. Yeah, that's old school. Um, we have Jeff Glacken. He is the vice president of sales for Dealer Authority, and Tony D from Dealer. I'm sorry, the director of the Academy. I apologize at, about that. At the Academy. At the Academy. Tony, what's up, buddy? So anyway, so yeah, man. Jam packed show. Jam packed show. We're
1: going to talk a little bit about uh, customer engagement. We're going to talk about customer experiences. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're going to get into it. Uh, when we get back from our commercial break, we got stuff to give away today. Yes, we do. We're giving away two
0: of Jeff Callen's books. Yes, right here. Yes, mm-hmm. autographed posters, limited. These are limited. These limited are limited edition. Limited edition. Giving away shirts. What's the shirt look how, like? How uh, many shirts are we giving away today? Um, hey, I have the list. I don't even have the list. I gotta look for it. Nice. I think we have like two. yeah Actually, we're gonna give away two shirts today.
1: Two shirts. Two shirts. All right. Two, two shirts, shirts. Two books. And hey, Mike, the grand prize is a one year, one year of training from jeff callen's uh pro talk yes so if you're if you're a service advisor or you know a service provider make sure you share the show one year subscription which let me tell you i don't know about you but investing in training and your future is is uh worth more than than anything so yeah
0: yeah and hey you know what's cool man um shout outs to ashton villa graduating today She is a big girl she's going to college can you believe that
1: yeah that's david villa's uh david and diana's daughter so yes congrats, which is why they're on the show and then david Cribbs' daughter, daughter is, graduating. is I graduating i think she's going to middle school today. middle school yeah so
0: hey we're keeping it old school with the old logo today is big, that what we're doing <laughs> pretty big, cool right
1: big things going on here today so
0: hey so yeah shout out to everyone graduating everyone going out there and doing their thing so we have some great guests today um, I know we we're talking today about some things um, that are a little bit different. The customer
1: experience, yeah, I like and, that, and what that looks like when when customers come into your showroom, which you know actually leads me to our our first little conversation of the day. Yeah, and it the fact that you know I was reading this article today, uh, in one of the automotive uh, news outlets, and particular on on the service drive, and. One of the things that that was it was in this article is about all the money being spent to get people into the service drive uh, nowadays, which it's gone up tremendously over the last three or four years. It just continues to go up the amount of money being spent in the service drive to yeah. get people in there. Yeah. And from my experiences going in through some of the service drives of the last couple of years with my wife's car and my car. I, I it got me thinking that we're spending all this money to get people in the door, but then what do we do once we get them in the door?
0: That's the trick. And honestly, you know, it's not even, to me, it's not even one they get through the door because people are going to get their car fixed no matter what. People need to get go to the service. But here's my thing: what happens when you have Joe Schmo walking out of there and is not tr- properly trained? He's not sure what's going on, and he's walking out there with uh, Hey, what's up? You know, how, how do we... Like, you know, there's so well, much... Well, I,
1: I don't think there's someone that bad. In <laughs> <laughs> hey.
0: Yo, what's up? Hey, bro. <laughs> I, I'm from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Well, th- that that makes sense then. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, come on now. Tell me
1: something. So so it got me thinking, you know, today more than ever is, is so important to make sure your service advisors have proper training. And it is such a revenue source. You know, this article went into... The amount of revenue that you're that that a dealership can potentially gain by just doing things right, processes right, handling the customer right when they come into the service drive, and so it it really just goes to show that the training for the service advisors is more important today than it ever has been before. Yeah, and. We've actually, uh, one of our friends
0: of the show, Jeff, Jeff
1: Cowan, has training specifically in this, and he's the best in the industry. Yes, he really um, is.
0: Um, and, and one of the things about Jeff Cowan is that he's actually going to go out and train your guys, and he's at, actually has a seminar coming up, which, yeah. I mean, it's a small fee of eight ninety nine. but when you think about it, I, we've, we sat down and kind of talked about the numbers on, on how much of a revenue you're making. So it's a great return on investment when you're, you know, eight ninety nine. Okay. I mean, one of, the, one
1: of the things that Jeff brags about is, they 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 increase your service writer uh, revenue by one hundred sixty thousand dollars a year. Wow! So th- so when you think about that, there, you have four. The average store has four advisors. Okay. Okay. So one hundred sixty thousand dollars times four, six hundred thousand, and then that's not including parts and, and some extra labor. Once you start hitting that, then you're talking about over well over a million dollars, like one point two million dollars a year in revenue. Just from having people properly trained and doing going the extra mile. That's a lot of money, man. So that's why it's important. So make sure that you sign up it, it, today, today for Jeff Cowen's, uh next upcoming event. It's only eight ninety nine. Think about that eight ninety nine versus a one point two million dollar uh, return on your investment. That's a great
0: ROI. Hey, but, the information is right here. Yeah, Look, right, right, it's there, right, right there. there. Look. Mm.
1: call give them a call let them know this auto way. dealer live sent you 1-800-248-2931 that's
0: 1-800-248-2931 now when we get back we got a jam-packed show today we do man hey well let's let's just a quick little shout outs man we have El Patron watching we have brian m west we have sandra ben, uh, Benstock ben stock watching we have uh david cribs david miss you buddy amanda joe calla brad smith tabitha we have um Emily Brower. Hey guys, Douglas children, if you guys are watching the show, guys, please go ahead and what do, have to... What do have to share do? it. Share it. <laughs> share the show. When you share it, this is what you guys are gonna get. Come on now. This is a sweet shirt. Matter by of fact, when we get back, as soon as we get back, before
1: before we talk to any guests. We're going to give away something. So whoa, 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 I actually can't. Whoa, whoa, I'm whoa, sorry. On, man. He's, I'm
0: just so excited. He's man. The gun. I just he want to start selling. To, to I just relax. want to start selling. I need, I just I need want to give I need, away stuff. Yeah, let's, let's slow down. But hey, we're going to give some <laughs> stuff away today. We will right. get some stuff give away. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. <laughs> Dave might get max. We're going to give a little bit more than we're supposed to. But hey, don't worry about it. Hey, right. It but, ain't my money. So. But hey, next up, <laughs> next up, we have Grant Hawking, Amanda Ryan, Aaron Ryan, Jeff Clackland, and Tony D. Guys. Next up on Auto Dealer Live, don't go anywhere. We'll be back. We'll see you in two minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> can only be done after you form some type of relationship. One call closes are few and far between. Look, they're going to happen. And if you're on your A game and you're swinging enough, you're going to hit a home run. But if the baseball players that were, that have been
2: great...
3: at the desk, I always ask questions. Do they drive the car? Are all the decision makers present? These people have time to do business? Are are they putting you under time pressure?
4: When they do them because they want to and not just because they have to, now you're on the way to a healthy culture and environment within your workplace.
5: Approximately 70% of all automotive shoppers are more likely to purchase after viewing a dealership video. And though many dealerships are utilizing effective video strategies to drive shoppers to their website, very few automotive websites provide the exact video content that today's shopper desires the most. Flickfusion makes it easy for you to start and scale an affordable video marketing strategy, including end-to-end video content and distribution automation that provides your automotive shoppers with unique and engaging video content that is proven to increase all of your lower funnel KPIs. And the best part is that all of your video content is hosted on Flickfusion's award-winning SmartFlix video marketing platform to combine each individual shoppers unique shopping behavior across multiple touch points with CRM DMS and other sales and marketing data triggers to enhance each unique shoppers experience and provide the most informational and relevant video presentation possible for each shopper its intelligent video for intelligent dealerships
0: Man, we're back. That's How are you guys right. doing? That's right, we're back. Man, you guys sound more excited than we're back. We're back, baby. We're back, and guess what? We got a bowl, so we're gonna start it off before we get our guest. I told out. you we were. Real I told quick. you we were
1: gonna do it when we got back. Real quick, See, we're gonna you
0: start. Called me a liar. We're I did not it. mean to call you a liar. We're gonna start by actually giving away right now. We're gonna give away one of Jeff Cowan's books. Go ahead, you can pick it out. Write your own paycheck by Jeff Cowan. I'm gonna write my own paycheck. I'd love to write my own paycheck. David, if you're watching. All right.
1: So let's see. The winner is...
0: Who's that? Jessica Robertson. Jessica Robertson. Congratulations. You You just won. Right here. That's yours.
1: How to Write Your Own Paycheck. How to Write Your Own
0: Paycheck. We're going to mail this out to you. We'll get it to you ASAP. Let's give away one more book. Let's give give away two books. Yeah. Let's give away the other one. All right. It's the other one. Indy 500s. What he's learned from attending over 35 Indy 500s. Brittany...
1: Grayer, you are the proud winner. Brittany, of...
0: congratulations on you are your new book. All right, guys. So
1: now let's get started with the show. I'm yeah, I'm really excited to talk to our guest, and and I just want to kind of dive right into this. Yeah, I want right to talk to Grant Hawking, uh, who who happens to be the director of customer experience um, at the Morgan Auto Group. And the reason I want to kind of start with him is because you know we we kind of talked a little bit uh, in the very beginning about an article I read. And it kind of got me thinking about, you know, how do we handle people when they come in the door? And and more importantly, what is what do you do dealers today or should dealers consider today a good customer experience? What does that mean? What does that look like? And so no better person to ask than Grant. Welcome to the show, Grant.
4: Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Always uh, excited to be on the show. So, you know, what a lot of dealers do really well at is they do one or two things. So they either have an incredible online presence where they have a dynamite website and a dynamite social media presence, or... They don't have the best online um, footprint, So, but what they do really well is the in-dealership um, when a customer walks on the lot. Where a lot of dealers are falling in the cracks now is the connection between online and offline. So, what I mean by that is, is what happens is, is that uh, we have all these great ads out there or we work with these marketing companies and we have a whole lot of traffic drivers and by the time the customer listens to that, talks to somebody and shows up at the dealership, the dealership isn't trained or they're ill-prepared to deal with that um, customer because they haven't been coached on what's taking place in their online presence. So when they show up at the dealership, what's been completely spoke over, you know, obviously with the BDC becoming such a big time focus of uh, businesses having a BDC department, what will happen is is the BDC department will field that appointment from uh, the website or some order third party, and when they get there, it gets botched. Mm-hmm. so really the the first step to getting a good customer experience is making sure that everybody's on the same page um that everybody knows what ad specials that you're selling that everybody knows what's in line with the pricing, what type of pricing that they're looking to do. you know there's nothing wrong with you know trying to bump for experience or trying to get people to you know pay additional once you get there for services we would wouldn't be in the automotive industry, but what happens is is that it's almost like they're starting over when they come in the door and you know I know there's a lot of companies out there that do polls all the time and they they put stuff out in the thing but so you can pick a year you can go back to 2005 or I like 2007 when the iPhone first became prominent in, in the media where now the online experience was on a mobile device in our hands and from 2007 through 2017 we had unprecedented decline of the amount of stores visited per customer so it used to be 7 then it was 5 and now you get the numbers 1. 1.6 1. 1.3 whatever it is and what has happened is in, the, in 2018 for the first time since the internet became amazing driving force in our industry the amount of stores per customer actually went up
6: mm. Mm.
4: And the reason why they went up, and you would think to yourself, why would that be up? You know, I, I just read this, Edmonds.com or some other website thing that's telling me it's still going down. Well, the reality is that it went up. And you would ask yourself, well, if they have all the pricing and they have all the tools and they have all the data to show up, why would it go up? And the reality is that it went up because of the experience. When they get there, we completely botch it, and then they go to the next dealership and they lay down for it. Mm. So those are some things that people really need to comprehend is, so you're spending all these times. You hired an advertising company. You hired all these people to drive traffic. Maybe you do a mail sale. Maybe you do some sort of Facebook campaign. So you hire all this stuff. What what happens when they show up on your showroom floor? You know, as one of my great uh, mentors always says and a good friend of the show, John Morazi. it's not who sells the most, it's who spills the least.
6: Mm-hmm. So
4: are yeah, you focusing point. more on your uh, – your sales or your spillage.
6: Mm.
1: And
4: I guarantee you that more people are focusing more on their sales than their spillage.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I want to bring in Amanda and Aaron on on this next one, because, you know, Grant brought up a lot of really good points, but, you know, from your aspect of, uh, from a content marketing standpoint, is there something we can do content marketing wise that can, uh, help maybe, um, simplify, the engagement process once a once or, or maybe the the customers' expectations once they get into the store to kind of to to make the experience better from a content marketing standpoint.
7: Aaron Amanda yeah so oh, um okay. you know with content marketing I think it's very important that we focus in on not just the the what? you know producing of the um information on social networks but the type of content
6: Mm -hmm.
7: so basically what we look at here is not just producing content just to produce content because i think that's where the engagement and the experience gets lost um now i feel like some people feel that there's a need to constantly produce content especially today um, which is actually causing congestion and making it more difficult for people to We can't
1: hear She just completely cut out. Hello?
8: I can take out I can take up what she left off. Okay. <laughs> can you hear me
0: always? yes Yes, I can, can hear you. Hear you. I was like, What happened? <laughs> See what happened is it, was. Is this Aaron now? Yeah, it's Aaron. Go ahead,
6: Erin. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, oh, it's Amanda. I'm
0: sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh,
7: Amanda's back. Amanda's okay.
0: Back. Welcome back, Amanda. Yeah,
7: go ahead. Okay. Go ahead.
6: Yeah, I
8: mean, I was just gonna say that uh, with content marketing, we have to think of long term, not just you know for the moment. I know we're in real time world, but if we have evergreen content going out that are helpful tips, um, how to change your tire, how to how to make an oil change on your own, mm-hmm. DIY stuff, uh, like mm-hmm. you know air fresheners that you can make for your vehicle. Um, so many things that you can conjure up and create as content that you can put out there that now becomes a trusted source from your dealership. So then the next time they think, oh, you know, I need to to get service done or, you know what, I don't want to do the oil change, but these guys seem to know what they're talking about, then they're going to want to go to your dealership. And so it's creating the connection and a bond that is online, but then can also, like Grant was talking about, um, take it into your dealership as well.
0: That's good. That's good. So
7: yeah. And just to piggyback uh, off of Erin, I just wanted to quickly say what she was saying in, in being a resource. mm -hmm. I think that's extremely important that if people feel like they can gain something from you, because ultimately that's what people want. They want to know that they can actually gain something from you. And if that's knowledge, if that's help or support, um, you become a resource to them, and then, of course, you stay top of mind. So, um, again, that, that's helpful in bringing them to your website or into the dealership. Mm.
1: Do, do, you, do you think from... And hey, uh, <laughs> I mean, do you, before I bring uh, Tony in on this... Or, actually, Tony's not with us, is he? Tony's still flying. Okay. He just texted So, me. so that's good. So not that's good, but you know what I mean. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, Sorry, Tony. So before <laughs> I go back to Grant on this, so how do you think that... When I mean, fr- from a content marketing standpoint, is there is there things that we can specifically put out there that somehow makes the the expectations of the customer to get in uh, different, or or maybe lowers the the bar of anxiety anxiety a little bit? I mean, what's what do you think we could do uh, from a dealership standpoint uh, to a content marketing standpoint to to set the expectations of the the client or a customer when they come in the door? Or is there anything?
7: So for my expectations, yeah, go ahead, Aaron.
8: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the thing is, is I think we need to stop working and thinking so much about the content marketing that's going on outside and make sure that it matches on the inside. Mm-hmm. So the dealership needs to be on board and up to speed of what, you know, the digital marketing team is, is doing, whether they're working with a vendor, a consulting team, or if they're doing it in-house, um, it needs to be talked about in a meeting and it needs to be brought up to speed. Like this is the expectation we are you know, expecting from this dealership, because this is the type of content we're producing. We're producing customer service oriented um, status updates or articles or, you know, um, from tweets to pictures on Instagram, whatever it may be, it has to match what's in store. And a lot of the times uh, dealerships tend to get ahead of the game and they go okay let's get into this digital marketing and so they do and they're doing fantastic online but then it doesn't match the in-store and then they see that with their online reputation um and it doesn't match so i think making sure that you know having the conversation with your entire team bring those salespeople in on the conversation like understand the strategy enough to know this is what we're putting out there as expectation, which is obviously going to be positive vibes. We're going to put out, you know, information maybe about local community and things that you that that are offered at the dealership. But let's make sure that when they come inside the dealership,
7: it matches what's what's being put on out out there online.
1: You know that that's a really good point. Yeah, like
7: what Aaron said, it basically needs to be. Uh... Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was gonna I was gonna say that's a really good point. You know, for you know, what matches on the, on the outside, what you put out needs to match what you're actually doing inside in the, yeah. in the dealership. And matter of fact, that um, I did a, a class in auto dealer university. This and, past week. Yeah. And it was actually, was talk, we talked about that in, yes. the, in the class. But <clears throat> I want to go back to Grant because you actually brought up a really good point. You know, it's got to match, you know, from the inside out. And, you know, Grant, y- you are a part of a very large automotive group. How do you keep that consistency from one store to another? From matching from what's what you're putting out to, to what a customer experiences when they actually show up at the showroom? Grant?
0: Did we lose Grant?
4: Sorry, I had you guys on mute. Oh, that's okay. Um, no, it's... It's uh it's people, you know, it all it all boils down to people, people, people. You know, uh, I think where a lot of enterprises have failed and even some of the larger groups in the uh in the automotive industry have failed at is they decided that they became too much of a business and they worried about paying for the position versus paying for people. You know, at the end of the day, people are still your greatest resource, people are still your greatest asset, and sometimes they cost a little bit more or they need extra concessions. You know, it's, it's funny, you know, you talk to somebody over 40 and they want to talk about money. You talk to somebody under 30 and they want to talk about schedule and time off.
6: Mm, so on. I think
4: it's, I think it's identifying the, the people. And then you have everybody, Doing things the right way from a cultural standpoint, and you don't tolerate deviation. Now yeah. you can say, well, that's easy to say, but it's hard to control from twenty thousand feet. Well, not really, because if you take your, it all starts at your hiring process. If if you take your hiring process seriously, then you're hiring people who are like minded with the people that they are being led. And what typically creates a division, especially in car dealerships, is a salesperson getting hired that a manager never had met or, you know, or however it works. So, you know, we, we really, really hammer home four or five people speaking to an applicant before they get hired, calling references, doing, doing, you know, in-store surveys that you can read questionnaires about what people are into because the cost of the wrong person, resonates so much, not just to selling a car, but it resonates to your marketing strategy. It rep- resonates to your online reputation. I mean, people are visiting an average of uh, uh, reading 10 reviews before they go into a store. Yes. If you have a person that is a negative entity that is giving six, seven, eight, one-star reviews, those are things that take months to recover from. Yeah. So I think it all starts there. I think people people are like, well, if we spend a bunch of money here and we get people in the door, you know, it's the 50-50 ratio, 50% of our confirmed confirmed appointments are going to show and 50% of that of them are going to buy and it really is yes it's still a numbers game but people now want more for less. Mm, so we've gone back to that shopkeeper mentality where of clienting and holding on to your clients where you've really Got to do what you say you're going to do. And, uh, and I would caution anybody that you should never say anything, whether it in-store or online, something that you can't do. And I think that that's something that we heavily preach from the top down is n- we can do everything in our ads. Mm-hmm. So d- we're not going to say something that we can't do. Yeah,
0: And, and listen, not to interrupt Grant, uh, and I'm not saying this because Grant's on the phone, but I've bought two cars from Grant in the past four years and honestly grant spoke about you know us looking at reviews i review everything i purchase yeah i don't buy anything unless i go online and i review and to tell you the 100 percent truth when i grant knows i'll call grant grant i'm buying a car grant can tell me anything about the car and i'm going to take his word for it and i'm going to just go in and go because i trust grant grant texts me on an average at least once a month at least to say Hey, what's going on, brother? How you doing? And he has built a relationship with me to the point that Grant, I don't know how many cars my family has bought from you, but I know they've bought a ton of cars from you. And it's to the point that I don't, I just automatically, when I think about buying a car, the first person I call is always Grant. Not because of anything else. I mean, and I'm a person that is highly, I review everything. I mean, my mother-in-law called me last weekend and she was thinking about going to Frontier. I said, hold on, slow down. Before you listen to the salesperson that knocked on your door and convinced you that it's the greatest and latest and greatest, go review them.
1: Well, I'm glad you actually brought that up And in in Morgan uh, or I'm sorry, Grant, brought up a really good point talking about reviews and now you're you're kind of uh, going on the same thing. You know, and I'm glad you actually brought up Frontier because this kind of ties into what I'm getting ready to talk about. Yeah. You know, if you really want to see an experience and a bad experience, go look up Frontier Cable oh. uh customer service reviews. Rough. Google it. Rough. And I don't know what it's like now, but it used to be they would have thousands of reviews, all of them one star, and not a single one was responded to. And, and you know, you brought up a good point, Grant, about, you know, how to get those bad reviews down. But here's another thing that dealers should really think about. How about responding to the bad ones? Come on now. Because sometimes you actually, because when I look up reviews before I buy anything, I'll actually intentionally go look up the bad reviews. yeah, And I want to see how they're responded to. And so lots of times the customer who's irate just seems like in, in the consumer's eyes that they're just being irate for whatever reason, just they're, they they do not really have a good grounds to be upset. And the dealership comes off looking like, you know, they're sane and they're trying to do everything to help this person. And the person's just one of those people you just can't help. Yeah. So I think those bad, take advantage of those bad reviews by actually responding to them. Yes. Cause sometimes I think it actually works in your favor. I've, I've actually gone into places cause I saw how they handle bad experiences and it actually won me over to want to go do business with them. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Hey, uh, we forgot about Jeff. You, we you, haven't forgot
0: you about you. a good point there. There there. he I'll, is. Hey I'm Jeff. I'm jump in
3: on that one. Oh, gl- I'm, glad on. You, I'm glad you, I'm glad you did that to Jeff. get
0: you in here. Come on, Jeff, <laughs> talk to us.
3: Yeah, no, I want to jump in on that one because I would encourage everybody that's replying to reviews to uh take that tip that you just threw out that, that, that one-star review customer, typically you can't, you can't turn that around. And, you got to take your ego out of it, yeah. and when you're responding, uh, think of you're responding to the onlookers or the next prospect that is actually reading your reviews, deciding whether they're going to buy from you. Because I see a lot of dealership responses where, I mean, they're they're calling calling the person names. They're you know, <laughs> I would uh, I would chill out on the ego part of responding to reviews, but I a hundred percent agree that you need to formulate a response, but formulate it uh, with prospects in mind, future customers, not that uh, particular reviewer.
7: Yeah. I a hundred
8: percent agree
7: with everybody. Who's this? To say, um, is, is this Amanda so or Erin? Sorry, because I mean, ultimately we talk a lot about content marketing. Um, But we very little think of how much that impacts the reputation, which is part of the brand situation. So, um, basically, I just wanted to mention that we're not, when you go online, say, Lou, we're not actually looking for positive reviews, are we? No. We're actually looking for that one negative review or the multiple negative reviews to tell us or to talk us out of what it is that we're going to buy. Come on. Uh, the response is what talks us into it. Yes. So that's what a strategy needs to be put into place along with the content marketing to ensure that the reputation is on par seamlessly throughout the entire store, online, and offline.
1: Yeah, that's so important, especially from content marketing stream. Well, you, you can come up with the best content in the world, but if you got bad reviews... Oof. It just makes you look mm. like a bunch of liars. Yeah. And that's exactly what the customer thinks most of the time before they even come in the showroom. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, guys, before we before we continue, I'm going to just real quick. Oh, you want to give away something? I want to give something man, away. We guys, I'm in the mood. These guys are spitting fire, and
3: you want to give away I, something? Real quick. I mean, real
0: quick, real quick, oh. man. I just got to get rid of the stuff before Dave comes back. <laughs> just He's going to kill me. All right. So we're going to give away a shirt right now. And who's that? Read that. Come on now. I don't want to th- think Cameron I'm like, Moore. Cameron Moore. You want a T-shirt. Cameron Moore won a T-shirt. We got one more. Actually, well, let's give away one. Let me give away two of these posters real quick. Two posters. Now we're giving away two posters. Two posters. Two okay. posters. Who's that? Go ahead. I don't know. You got on. it covered up. I can't see it. My bad. Matthew Kelly. You Matthew Kelly. Get a
1: signed Auto Dealer Live limited edition poster. Hey Matt, call me. We got to talk anyway. And, and then, one more. Uh, one more. He's going to hand it to me. All right, let's see. Them. Who is this? Amanda. R- no way. Amanda Ryan this gets is a poster. Rigged. Amanda Ryan what? gets a. Are you? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. You got I'm it.
0: Serious. Hey, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually sign it in the back as well. You know, because oh. I didn't get my face on here for some reason. You know, That's the just producer, of the show. Hey, can we can we flip shots? That's just can wrong. Can we put that? Hey, you the producer didn't get yeah, his. You know, he got, I didn't get my mug on this. We should take a picture up. of you and cut your head and you oh. just kind of put it sticking hey, on someone's like, body. You guys, there you go. That's and what move. we should do.
7: All you even guys sign believe the in the fairness thing with with twins and stuff, or? This
0: <laughs> is the right. I no need to
7: divide it in half. <laughs> yeah, we just divide yeah, it. I guess, I guess, I guess.
0: Hey, we got a comment from Brad Pascal. says, here's an easy way to create content. Most people have a hard time writing content. Pick a subject, explain it verbally, and voice record it. Most people can explain things easier than they can write it. That was Brad Pascal. What's up, Brad? How you doing, yeah, sir? Yeah,
6: that's true.
0: So I wanna that's true to, yeah, want to go back to... Yeah, make it a
3: video. Yeah, I was going to go back <laughs> to Jeff video. on this. Uh,
1: Jeff, talk about videos. So do you guys... Create content in your store with video. I mean, tell us a little bit about what you do and your your view of using video. Jeff,
2: hello. Oh,
3: you said Jeff? Yeah, yes. I'm yeah. not in a store. I'm He's actually the dealer. dealer Authority. Authority. Come on, bro. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Bad. It's his encourage- first day. I apologize, That's Jeff. It's okay. his first okay. day. <laughs> we encourage all our clients to uh, do video, and you know, it doesn't have to all be um, professional studio type video cell phone videos, uh, get great exposure, especially, you know, on social like Facebook and and Instagram. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, I I agree with Brad with that. Like if, if you have somebody and and slide them a blank piece of paper and say, Hey, write this down, tell me about your, you know, your dealership and your why buy message, it's going to probably stay pretty blank. Um, but if you have a conversation with them and get them talking about it, Um, you know, you're going to get some high quality content that um, would have a hell of a lot more impact than just trying to put some words on paper.
0: Yes. Yeah, I agree. And and honestly, you know, a lot of people focus so much on grabbing the best cameras and the best lighting and the best this and the best that, I mean a simple cell phone. I mean, nowadays my iPhone, where's my phone, this phone shoots 4k and it's not even the most expensive iPhone and I'm shooting 4k and Hey, (laughs) Hey guys, just so you guys know, um, facebook doesn't let you upload 4k (laughs) so that 720 that samsung you got will do fine i mean like it's like (laughs) focus on just getting content that's relevant out and i mean this is what i do for a living i'm a video creator i create videos for david villa all day if you're uh, watching autodid live i'm the one that creates all these videos hey guys you don't need to go out and spend all this money on camera equipment use your cell phone get yourself a hundred and twenty dollar uh gimbal it's really inexpensive, and that's it. That's all you need. Well, you know, it's it's funny you say that because we yeah, do a lot I, of social media advertising
1: for I was going to call
3: you out on that, Lou, because oh. I've <laughs> seen the uh, semi backing up with your video equipment. You got some pretty nice equipment. So. Hey, hold on. Slow <laughs> it, down. It's funny. Oh, just use your cell phone, but you've got thousands, hey, of, got thousands got of dollars. Hey, got hey, him. Hey, that is
0: true. That is true. But what I'm saying is, listen. See, what if, happened What was. happened was, if you are a beginner – listen. I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day. Go ahead and start with your cell phone. Work your way up. Listen, I know people, you know, listen, I'll be honest with you guys. I get messages constantly from people saying, hey, what camera do you recommend? And I always say, start with your cell phone. Start with your cell phone. Like, that's the most basic. My advice to you, start with your cell phone. Grab your cell phone. ask, Ask a friend. Hey, Chris. Grab this camera. Follow me. I'm gonna go do a quick little walkthrough. I'm gonna I'm gonna show somebody this car. Simple, basic. Hey, I wanted to. I was I was actually gonna piggyback on oh. that for a second
1: because yeah. we do social media marketing for a lot of our clients, and we've actually done a little bit of study with a couple of clients where we shot video from our phone and then we use video from you know a really nice expensive camera. Yeah. And the the raw of the footage we actually found at least in in our experiments mm-hmm. got. Uh, more views, in more interaction. Yes. Than than the 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 highly produced videos. I
0: agree hundred percent. If you spend oh for sure. It, it, honestly, okay, this is this is I'm a, this is like a a game changer here. Guys, people that are on Facebook scrolling up and down, and when they see these Facebook ads and they see these Facebook videos, and they see something that looks like a normal person walking around with a cell phone, you're gonna catch their attention. Yeah. Oh, As a matter of fact, Mike. Right, Mike, Mike Phillips
3: just said bingo. A, bingo. On, in the chat. Let me, let me. I wanna I definitely want to chime in on that because oh, yeah. that is the problem. That's the you huge know, problem with OEMs sticking their nose into oof, social media oof. because you have to brand everything. You nope. have to logo it up, tagline it up. It doesn't look natural. Like and, like an hour ago, oh,
0: uh, hold on, Jeff. Tony. Tony. Right, Tony. Is that you, Tony? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just got it back into Austin. Thanks for interrupting, Jeff, in but go ahead. <laughs> Jeff wasn't right talking. Jeff wasn't talking. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. We appreciate it. Tony, we'll get back with you in a second. <laughs> Jeff, finish your comment. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that.
3: Uh, I was just saying that, uh, you know, the OEM getting involved in social media because they stayed away from it for a long mm-hmm. time because they don't understand it and they still don't um but now they're making it co opable and stuff. And to be co opable, you have to add all the logos and taglines and, you know, it just junks it up. And guess what? Exactly what you said. Yes. People are scrolling through and they're trained to know what's an ad and what's a natural post. The more I, natural your ads can look, yes. the better chances yes. you have of grabbing that attention. Uh Co opable, branded, taglined uh, posts just get. Mostly get skipped, and I can show you that in analytics 100%. Oh. I mean, if you hit, I'm not gonna lie, man. Yeah, I, I mean, what, what
7: Jeff said there, um, I just want to just quickly interfere here because I, I just go wanted ahead. to say that what people are really looking for is professional authenticity.
6: Mm-hmm. So
7: they want that real vibe, but they want you to do it professionally, meaning, you know, there's there's certain standards you have to hit when you're professional. So, so but they want that realness. They want that. You know, you make mistakes, but you own up to them. You try to do your best to get things done for the customer as long as you're showing them that you're trying to support them and get them what it is that they need. That's what people really want. They want to know that they matter. And as long as you're showing that they matter in a fun, unique, informative way, they are going to pay attention to you. Mm. And the more you do that and the more often you do it. The more chances your your brand is going to be seen, and again, you remain top of mind. Yes.
1: I want to I want to point out two things that were said in the uh, chat. First, Mike Phillips hit a really good point when he said that uh, you know cell phone and lapel uh, mic lapel mic boom, boom done, and he's exactly right because that's really all it takes. Yep. And then, um, and if you really want to get yep. fancy, go buy a cheap fifty dollar used phone, use it for your audio mm. with the mic. And then yeah, but that's, anyway, hey, that's budget. That's, that's, that's hey, budget. you guys can budget. DM me and
0: we'll talk about little <laughs> so, ways to save some money.
1: Uh, and then uh, who else was it? Uh, Kevin Campbell s- said something. He said, "Uh, Co-op is selling. If Co-op is a selling point, run." Yes. which is another good point.
0: Yes. So, bingo. Yeah, Kevin Campbell. By the way, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Willis Williams, how uh, you uh, doing? Joe Calla, how you doing? Can, can,
3: Calla, we, you can doing? we back up for a second to what G- Grant said at the beginning of the show? Yes. I, yes. I, I Let's I go really back. Come on. To comment on that, please. Where he said, "There's." dealerships fall in two buckets. Mm -hmm. Um, I I thought that was great insight. And, you know, then he brought up the stat of how many stores are visited, which, you know, I kind of get tired of hearing that stat, but I I think uh, most dealerships are in that second bucket where, and they'll, they'll admit it to you. They'll tell you, Hey, listen, I I don't know all this digital stuff, but you get them in the store and I'm going to, I'm going to give them a great experience. I'm going to get them done. And, based on that, you know, stat of what is it, 1.6 stores visited, I'll tell you and encourage you to to have in your mind that it's one store visited physically. But store visits when you think of websites are up big time. Like it's real easy to visit every dealership in your area and learn about who's doing what and and how they're doing it and how they're taking care of customers. So you know store visits when you think of your website as a store, because, I mean, Amazon's a store, right? Nobody's physically ever walked into Amazon that <laughs> I know of, but um, visits are on the rise. You got to look at that that uh, physically visited stat as one. And unless you screw it up, you know that's the only way that stat's going to go up. Yeah. So, so when they come to you, they're, they're pretty bought in yeah. unless you screw it up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I just... That, puts the importance of digital back on your plate like you know it's 2019 you can't keep ignoring your website and saying "Eh, I don't I don't get it like you know get get me get me visitors and I'll I'll get them done get them in my showroom and that's why most dealerships are so addicted to third-party leads because their website's such a mess that they can't they can't generate their own leads it's (laughs) that's I love the points he brought up there. I I wanted I was chomping at the bit to check Yeah, man. I was just waiting to be called on. That's
0: Sorry, good. that's good. You're good. We appreciate you guys
6: being <laughs> that's on. Sorry. Right.
0: Hey, so um guys, I appreciate everybody being on today, and um you guys are doing such a great job. And um what I what I would like to do is start off with Grant Hawking. If you guys can just start giving us your closing remarks, and if you would like to give some information where people can reach you, if you'd like to help somebody out. So we'll let's start with Grant Hawking.
4: Thanks, Lou. Yeah, you know, wrapping all the way back up to a customer experience uh, standpoint, um, I think that the, big, the biggest problem is, is that people want to keep decision makers away from their customers. Mm. Everybody's trying to sell some sort of product where they can reach out for you or they can respond for you at the end of the day the reality is that the operators in our industry who are the most successful are the ones that still talk to their customers yes. and that's what it's all about you know everybody wants to talk about social media and stars and all this type of stuff well there's very contrary to popular belief there's still a very small percentage of people who are true seekers and mm. what I mean by a true seeker is they want something for free they want something that was over and above what was agreed to most of it's the reason why people go to social media or they give you a bad CSI survey is because they've attempted to handle it at the dealership level. That information has been kept from the decision maker. And then their only result is to take it beyond that current person or dealership personnel and go to social media. So at the end of the day, social media, websites, all these things they're just tools. Yes. Stop relying on them and talk to your customers. Come on, I promise preach. you that you will get greater results than you ever thought possible by just sitting down and finding out what your customer is looking to accomplish. And I think you'll be surprised at what they say and how le- less costly it is to do it that way than to let them go on Facebook. Come
1: on. Man, that's, that's knowledge right there. Drop that's, the mic. Drop it. Boom.
0: Well, thanks for coming on, Grant. We really appreciate it, buddy. Grant, thank you. Uh, let's start with Amanda. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Brent. Amanda. Amanda. Oh,
7: yeah. No. I. I just. Hi. Hey, Hello. Can you guys hear me?
6: Yes, can no hear you.
7: Okay. Good. Okay. So basically, you know, um, you know, I love that process. I love that thought. I need to stop selling cars and start making relationships. Invest in customers. You know, and and find out why it is that that vehicle is important to them, and and learn about that. Um, Now, with tools being social media and content, you you get analytics with that, right? And you can see patterns from these tools, which is very important to get an overall feel of your type of demographics or your audience. But it is true. You need to connect with each individual customer, and there is no one-size-fits-all. Yes. So make sure that you're using your tools properly and effectively to make that relationship, not just to sell a car. Because ultimately when you build trust, like Lou said earlier, you land a car. Yes. That's basically the sale is there. Yes. So get that trust, make that sale. Come on. And that's mm. how it works.
1: Preach. Hashtag knowledge.
8: <laughs> Hashtag well, get
1: thank some <laughs> Thanks Amanda for coming on. Uh Aaron, your your uh closing comments. Thank you.
8: Okay. Thanks, guys. Okay. So basically, I'm just going to break it down. Make that connection with your customer, but let's not get into the views and the people culture. Let's get into the person culture. Let's make that a thing. And let's worry about the next person instead of all the people that we want to please. And let's go individually. Uh, Worry less about the type of video equipment you get and work Mm. on your personality and sharing that with the world and with your community
5: and uh, finally
8: (laughs) let's let's be more involved in our uh community and understanding you know it it goes back to the old days like you need to build relationships to have customers come back so if you want a one-time wonder sure go ahead you know, do, do the thing that, that everybody's gotten used to. Or you take the time to get to know, you know, Billy uh, plays baseball and, and you know, the wife, you know, uh, plays tennis. You know, you know these things and you put them in fi- on file and that's going to help you in the long run because people aren't used to other people paying the, the attention to detail. Finally, I'm with IMAX Web. You can... Um, you can call me up there. You can also tweet me at the Aaron Ryan on Twitter. And I look forward to connecting with even more of you guys. Cause it's been great. And I love that you guys are bringing OGs back. Thank oh, you. G. Um, I really enjoyed getting your social on with, uh, a lot, go.
6: seven years. Yeah,
8: congratulations. <laughs> Thanks
0: guys. Thank you. Hey, just to touch on her point real quick, you know, we spend sometimes so much time on focusing on a sale. Cause we're, we're, Listen, we're salespeople, mm-hmm. and we make the biggest mistake is that not we're not making a connection with the person. How about we stop, listen, then get to know the person before you can focus on making the sale. And if you understand the person and get to know the person and realize that all they want to do is just kind of vomit and you don't want to listen, that's all it is. I mean, that's that's Sales 101. Shut up and listen. You should be doing less talking and more, and more listening. And that's, that's, that's the issue. We spend so much time yapping and 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 doing all this and i gotta create content i gotta put myself out there how about you just get to know the people that you know and i guarantee you they're gonna come back to see you they're gonna come back and they're gonna buy that car again yeah lots of times i I let
1: the customer tell i mean we should do it in sales anyway but listen more than we talk and the customer will tell you how to sell to them yes you know but uh anyway thank you aaron so much for coming on we appreciate it uh jeff thank you guys thank you appreciate you guys jeff jeff give us your uh closing comments and uh last but not least.
3: Yeah, this was awesome. I, I especially love the topic because it, it's always been important to me. I I have to love what I'm doing or I'm just not going to do it. And, um, you, you know, it's all about – I've been in sales all my life, and sales is about helping people. Yeah, it's, it's about ringing the cash register too, but people have to matter. And uh, there were some great points uh, about, you know, the, being part of the community and stuff. And that's what I love about automotive is dealers as a whole are some of the most generous people I've ever met in my mm. life. And, and I think it was Aaron that brought up, you know, if you have a conversation with a customer, you'll find out he coaches the little league team. Well, chances are the dealer sponsors that little league. Team. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you stop focusing so much about jamming a car in a driveway and just, you know, have passion about what you do and, and helping that person standing in front of you, you're one hundred percent gonna sell more cars. I promise you. Like stop stop worrying about so much about the sales period and and uh, think about your business as a whole. Come on.
1: You know you, you, you said something
7: lack of attack
1: yeah, no mm-hmm. kidding. You know, <laughs> Boom, baby. You know, you said something that, that really struck a chord with me. Uh, years ago, I was the marketing director for a, a bunch of stores, and we actually owned a group of buy-here, pay-here lots. And an eye-opening experience for me was going to a buy-here, pay-here convention in Vegas. And, and I just had started with, working with this company, and, and it just really started to to dig into the the marketing side of the, the buy-here, pay-here lots that we owned. And... I was shocked in in a good way when I went to Vegas and met the owners of these buy here pay here lots or the employees of the buy here pay here, here lots. Their number one concern, believe it or not, above money, and, and this is no BS, was actually their customers and taking care of their needs. Mm. Even and sometimes I think if people on the outside saw that more, I think uh, you know, this anxiety that people have going to any car lot but yeah. It would go down tremendously. Tremendously, because I mean, I, I can't tell you how many conversations I got into with uh, owners that were talking about like, you know, it's not really worth to make X amount of dollars when we're going to have an unhappy customer who's already struggling in life, you know, to rebuild their credit and do this, that, and the other thing. So it was just, it was just interesting, and it was a very eye-opening experience for me. And I think that kind of, as the automotive business, automobiles business as a whole people have such a uh, you know the consumer has such a bad stigma of the industry but some of the best people like you said jeff that you come in contact with actually work in the
0: automobile business. so hey tony d we didn't forget about you tony what's up buddy how you doing tony are you still there
6: no (laughs) hey
0: i'm not gonna lie i forgot about you
1: I didn't know because <laughs> I actually wrote. A he, he wrote it down. And he
0: goes, "Hey, what's up with Tony?" I was like, "Oh, I forgot about Tony. I thought you were still on the plane, man. How you doing, Tony? Talk to me. Talk- you showed up to the party late, no, but it's okay. That, get, that, get, hey, just, come on, give me talk to me. Not Tell me- on the
2: plane anymore. Oh man, just got back from the uh, agent summit out in Las Vegas. Okay, F and I conference. Uh, good information. Come on. Uh, there's a new. There's a there's a new piece that if you haven't heard it or, or GM's dealers, F and I." is there's new recommendations that have been around for a while, but NADA just released a, uh, a, a document really encouraging dealerships to start setting retail prices on all of their F&I products. Mm. It has a lot to do with some aftermath of the CFPB and, and and the fair credit policy that was so popular and became mandated by so many of our finance companies. But to be proactive in the industry to safeguard and to be able to take care of our customers and safeguard them and make sure that they have the ability to buy F&I products in the future, uh, one of the big pieces this week was putting together retail pricing for F&I products. And NADA has got a nice initiative going on and, and real proud of them in the job that they've done and, and to Further our industry and keep it at the highest professional levels. That's good. Good.
0: Well,
1: thanks for uh, coming on. Even even though you were late to the party, it's it's I apologize. You
2: came in late late than never, right?
1: But you at (laughs)
0: least showed up. Tony Uh, D is one of our OGs.
2: I told Lou, Lou's he like did. hey, and I'm like hey, I'm gonna be flying back, but I should be no problem. It was my, I it was my issues. fault. I peer
0: pressured him into. Well, it.
2: flight delays yeah. all around the country. <laughs> I had
3: to jump. There's in. always one, <laughs> isn't there, guys? Always, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, Jeff. Preach. There's always one. I,
0: and the thing is, I did, <laughs> so, I did peer pressure him into. I'm like, come on, Tony. Listen, stop. Listen, you're not gonna. I, I'm like, no, you're gonna do this for me, please. You know, he did it. Thank you, Tony. No, I appreciate I'm, you being on. Tony. I'm just joking. No, Your, we really do appreciate you That is going
2: for on. Auto Dealer Live. That's for you guys. <laughs> and I said I was going to be here, and the moment I could get here, I'm here. So, Come on, Tony. That's why I show, appreciate you, folks. That's
5: all right, Tony on. D, I appreciate you. Hey, it.
0: we love you guys. I appreciate everyone that's been on the show today. You guys did a great job. um Can't thank you enough for being on our seventh year. This is our uh, hey. Next week is the last the last episode, guys. Tune in. And guys, thank you again for being of on the, the show. Appreciate the month. you guys. Last episode
1: of the month. Of the month. And of the month. The anniversary. We gon', we gon we're gonna keep going. We're gonna yeah. keep going. Yeah, don't
0: not the last episode. I appreciate Good you six. guys being on. So uh, yeah,
1: we're and gonna.
2: We will w- see you, cats. At uh, we'll see you, cats in uh, June at the Women in Automotive
0: Conference. Yes, wepa. That's that's hey in Puerto Rican. In case you guys don't know, it's wepa. Appreciate you. So, all right. Thanks, guys, for coming on today. Oh man, it's a good show. Yeah, really good show. You know what I realized? What? I didn't give enough stuff away. So let's put some. Let's get some stuff away. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Actually, before we do that,
1: though, I I do want to bring. up Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's serious. Yeah, let's let's Um, bring that up.
0: Um, it's in Jackson's
1: in Missouri. It's uh Jackson City. Missouri, yeah, man. There was a tornado went through and and tore through uh, a couple of dealerships that we know of: uh, Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Riley uh, Chevrolet, uh, Riley, and uh, Riley Toyota. Toyota. Hey guys,
0: Nathan Hayes, uh, we're praying for you, brother. Yeah, praying Um, for those guys
1: out there. Um, We will. I don't. It seems like tornadoes are popping up all over the middle uh, middle America. The last, uh, uh, or at least the Midwest, the last couple of weeks. So yeah. Hey, we're praying for you guys. For you guys.
0: Appreciate you guys. But. on. It's kind of awkward not saying, have now nah, to give some stuff away. Yeah, um,
1: well, now we can't end on a, on a, a somber note, yeah, you're So right, now we're so going to end on a good note right, so, by hey, giving away some stuff.
0: Give it away? We got so. one shirt. One shirt.
1: Go ahead. You got got it. We any. got one left? No, I mean, we're, giving, we're only giving what? two shirts away. I know. Oh, we're only giving two. Who said it, that? It, it, I did. First of all. <laughs> Never mind. I almost we said get, it. <laughs>
0: okay, we got... Dougie Fresh, Dougie Fresh gets a shirt. Hey Doug, I got you, bro. I'll will get this uh, sent over to you. Don't worry about it. I got you. Hey, I got you. I'll get this pen though. I got you. All right. All right Dougie else we Fresh got... gets a shirt. Oh, we got it. We still got a year subscription. Yeah, that's that's the grand prize though. We ain't that's doing that yet. Pri- let's give away. What else are we we got three more, three more posters, three more, three posters. more posters. All right.
1: So let's we'll see. Who and it was Jefferson is.
0: City, guys. Jefferson City, Missouri, where this happened. So we're praying for you guys. Uh Stanford Bradley. That's my boy. Stanford. Or Badley. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Badley. You badly messed up the name. I badly messed up your name, Stanford. (laughs) My bad, bro. Alright, so you get a poster, my man. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna sign it too. I'll take care
1: of that. Alright. My signature's on it, unfortunately, so the value went way down, but it's on there. Uh Joey Kate Edlings. Wow. That's
0: Joey Kate that's two. Joey and we're only giving away one. Oh, well, maybe, you know what this Joe is? Joe and Kate. Yeah, this is and Joe and Kate. This is a married couple. that has got the Facebook together. You know, oh. that's, a th- that's a thing. Oh, okay. You know, so it's a team. It's I a like team. It. Yeah. I like it. Joey and Kate, we're going to get you a poster. Don't worry if about it. If my
1: wife was listening to the show right now, she'd probably be like, yeah, they're a team. Why they're a team. You-
0: hey, Joey Don't and Kate, you what know? you guys can do is you can take this. It's an 8x10. Get it on a frame and uh, make sure you guys put it in your bedroom. So when you guys are, you know, you know relaxing, hanging out, like, oh, there's the OGs of automotive podcasting. OG. OGs. Okay, so we're giving away another poster. Uh, that's that's one more, actually, but that's fine. I'm cool. And with we're that. giving it away to Christopher Tyler Brown. Christopher Tyler Brown, you get a poster. Hey, you get a, you get a, poster, you get a poster. You get a poster. You get a poster. You get a poster. You hey, a poster. we got one hat. One from hat. Cars her way from from Lisa Copeland. Cars
1: her way. Lisa Copeland. Yep.
0: Come on, get dig in there. Good. Let's see. We're giving it to Lucy Desire. Come on, bro. We couldn't do that any better. A female came out with that. I'm telling hat. you. Hey, I'm, you get the Cars Her Way hat. Look at that. Lucy, you're going to get this hat.
1: She wants it her way. way.
0: Okay, oh, so what else are we going to wait? Are we, are we to the grand prize it, Grand prize now. All right, this one is year, for
1: one, one year, year of training through Jeff Cowan's Pro Talk. Pro Talk. Okay? Pro Talk. Real Talk Pro Talk right here. So this is one year subscription. Okay? So let's see here. Uh,
0: give it away. Come on. What we got?
1: Oh, that's a good one right there. Emily Bauer. Emily Bauer. You have just won a, a one year, year subscription. of subscription of uh, Pro Talk training from Def- Jeff Cower. He said Def Jam. Def Jam. I said Def, Def, Jam. Def Jam. He said Def Jam. So that that's, uh, is all we're giving away today.
0: It's the subscription, right? Subscription.
1: So great show. Thank you all of our guests again for... For jumping on, and thank you for watching and listening. We really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, I really appreciate the comments today because, uh, you know, me and Lou doing it by ourselves, first time I've done this show with just one other person. It's the first time I do the show, period. I mean, Literally, literally I'm behind in the seven years since we started it. Really? Well, yeah. I did the first show by myself, uh-huh. and then after that, David came on, mm-hmm. um, and then that was the last time ever just doing the show just come on bro look at that person, so hey i'm pretty proud I of myself appreciate the nice comments yeah i
0: appreciate the nice compliment com- compliments and comments um hey guys i look forward to seeing every single one of you guys next week for our last og episode of the month of may and we'll be starting again in june like we do every day
1: yeah, yeah. just won't be an og every show. thursday
0: it won't be the og show but i mean it's still the show yeah
1: be a new g, g show. show
0: no <laughs> all right
6: hey, thanks guys, for joining us we'll see you next you guys god see bless. you next week
0: god bless